Hey everybody, welcome to this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com. I am Tim Daniel, here making his triumphant return from vacation, Sean, Sean Mackey. What's going on, Tim? Welcome back. Thank you, sir. How was your trip? It was incredible. It was a week off in Florida. Floated around in my mother's pool. I know. I have a, I have a week off in Florida pretty soon myself. You will. It's going to be it's going to be glorious. Yes, I can't wait. So this week's show, we're going to touch on LeBron passing Michael Jordan and scoring. We're going to talk about more Lakers turmoil, uh, Zach Levine and the run the Bulls are going on as far as they're putting their young core together, and also we're going to talk about the crazy night that was the Warriors debacle and against the Phoenix Suns. Um, but obviously. Now's the time to hit that 30-second button short to do our quick advertisement for next week. We're going to have a crazy week of shows. Uh, at Large Bid will be doing two shows next week, and one of them will be live. Wednesday night, March 20th from 7.30 to 9 at Braxton Brewery. I will be joined by Brad Redford and Adam Baum. Uh, they're going to be helping me and Ryan talk about the NCAA tournament. We're also going to be raising funds for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. So if you can come out, donate to a good cause, talk some hoops, and drink some beer with us. That's the place to be. Without further ado, though, guys... 48 minutes time. Let's do this. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittrow from NBA Jam. Ooh, boom, shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, then it was gone with punishment. Now you just come with it, but they hear what we come with. Others in love with the drug and this man, we just run it. Long as the public is coming, then we keep them loving it. 48 Minutes, 48 Minutes, 48 Minutes. the shot callers guys right now are doing the playoff preview ish stuff so we're kind of up to it's up to us to kind of report the news the, the next news um so i think the news has to kind of start with uh lebron james passing michael jordan and scoring he, he did do that last week he did in a game where they lost by 20 yeah it was you know <laughs> and the crowd couldn't be less enthusiastic i know like la uh I don't know, man. This has been such a disappointing season for them. Like this is not this is not the way we expected things to no, go. No, not at all. I mean, we we were so enthusiastic from that that day that we knew he was going there. Mm-hmm. We're like this is going to be yeah, awesome. Last last April. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> but I mean, it, it do you think I mean, it, it's a huge accomplishment. It's a pa- huge accomplishment. Passing Michael Jordan. I mean, that, that is that is huge. Yeah, and we have like two rules in our podcast network, for those who don't know. Rule one, we don't do the GOAT debate. No. And rule two, we don't talk about LeVar Ball. Those are the only two rules. Yeah, anything else goes. Yeah, so um, we're obviously not going to get there, but it is awesome. And it was cool that you know Michael Jordan released a statement congratulating him. And it is neat that now the top four guys on the all-time scoring list, scored their last point as a Laker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, depending, you know, I don't, you know. That's true. Right, so. It's very true. It's very true. But, I mean, you know, Carl Malone was not an L.A. guy. No, not not even close. He's not an L.A. guy. And I'm starting to feel that LeBron is not an L.A. guy. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I mean, it was interesting. It happened and, like, they of course lost the game. Do you which... mean he's not an LA guy? Like he's not a Laker, or like he's not an LA guy because he doesn't fit Hollywood? Because I feel he's Hollywood as hell. Oh no, he is Hollywood as hell, <laughs> as Joe Keen would it. say. But no, he's just—it's just—it's a—it's a weird fit right now. Very. And and I think the Lakers fans like they couldn't get into it because I mean it's like 
it's not really like like their accomplishment. Like when Kobe was there, mm-hmm. you could get behind him passing Jordan because it's right. like you did it all here. LeBron has done it everywhere. He is a tourist. So, so you know, yeah, and Kareem obviously in his long tenure at the Lakers, and oh yeah, I mean, and yeah, and he was there for a long time. But you know, LeBron's here. I mean, we don't we don't really know if LeBron's going to finish this contract in LA at this point. So I assume you saw that Van Gundy said Friday night that they should look at trading him. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's psychotic. And, okay, I will say I I agree, but then I started thinking about. It, I was like, what if this is bad by February? What if this is still bad? Next year? Yeah. I mean, he'll be I, 35. Yeah. I mean, if if but here's the thing, he needs to make that that yeah. decision next February. If things don't, I mean, everything's going to come to this summer and it, and it, all signs to them right now pointing to striking out. Yes. I mean, they struck out on Anthony Davis. <laughs> They're not going to get him. That's done. It do, I don't think Clay Thompson's going to sign there. I think he's going to re-sign with, with Golden State because everybody else is going to leave. We'll get to that later. Um, and, you know, Kawhi, that came out today. I mean, the inevitable came out that he does not want to play with LeBron. Mm-hmm. So so, so he's out. Jimmy Butler's probably not going anywhere, but nobody really knows. Yeah, and Tobias Harris is going to get a max. And Tobias Harris is going to get a max. So, I mean, it'll be... It'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think if there's one player who could leave, it could be Jimmy. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. I just, I don't, I like him in Philly. I like him a lot in Philly, but I don't know. Like, if I saw one guy who was going to leave uh, their team and go play with LeBron, I think it might be Jimmy because he just doesn't really have, like, a way paved out for him. Yeah. You know, you know who'd be really good in the Lakers? Who? Hear me out. Hear me out. Sure. Hear me out. Julius Randle. Julius Wouldn't Randall. that be crazy if they had Julius Randle this year? Wouldn't it have hold been? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Even crazier. What if they had Brooke Lopez? Man. Oh, my God. Oh, my yeah. God. Could you yeah. imagine how much better this Laker team would be? Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, they, they could have. Yeah, if they, they, had him in the, if they had him in their hands. Yes, they did. They did have him in their hands. Oh, yeah, they did. They, yeah, did. they, did. they did. They and, did. And, and the coaching him. staff told Magic that he should bring those guys back. Yeah, yeah, and, and Magic said no. Yeah, Magic sucks at his job. He does, man. It's like you got you got LeBron James. I mean, you got LeBron James because he wanted to be in Los Angeles. He wanted. You to didn't be, get LeBron yeah. because he sold him on anything. Yeah, it, you yourself said in the meeting that LeBron was telling you about the team, but you didn't have to tell him anything about the roster. Yeah, and like I feel like LeBron hyped himself up just to oh, go yeah. there. Like he had to talk himself into it. Like this is going to be my next challenge, but this may be one of the most. This could end up being like the most failed experiment ever, or. Something miraculous could happen, and things turn around next year. But, like, all signs point to that not happening right now. Yeah, because the only thing I can really think of is... I mean, and these players, man, they're, like, you know, they're scarred because they were all thrown on a trading block. They're young, you know? Yeah, I don't blame them. You know, they shut... They basically shut Lonzo down for the season. He's out. Brandon Ingram, uh, he's got that blood clot problem, which is scary. And Kyle Kuzma's still hurt. And, And is Kuzma hurt? Yeah. Is he? Okay, so... So you've got, you've got, you got D'Angelo Russell killing it in Brooklyn right now. Yeah, I mean, there's so many, so many missteps over the last couple of years, and I liked Julius Randle. I liked Brooke Lopez on that team, and I'll be honest with you, I liked the makeup of the Lakers last season. Yeah, they were like, they were I fun. really liked them. They were a lot. They were like, they were probably the most fun non-playoff team in basketball last year. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And LeBron has screwed everything up. 
you know, the meme team has fizzled, mm-hmm. completely fizzled, and I, I don't I don't know where they go from here. What do you think? I just think it's really funny that for years we've been like, what are the role players like around LeBron James to make him successful? Oh, they can all shoot. Like he's like Kyle Korver, he's like Kevin Love. In like Miami, he had Ray Allen, he had Mike Miller. It's like, oh yeah, you know, like his first run in Cleveland, he had guys that he actually shoot, believe it or not, like Booby Gibson. And the Lakers are like, let's get Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo, Michael Beasley, and these guys are going to be able to shoot, right? And it's like, no, what? No, I I don't I don't know who is to blame for this, but if I was Jeannie Buss, I would be looking elsewhere. Yeah, because Luke Walton's going to get fired. I mean, I think we're at And that it's point. not his fault. I think there are parts of it that are his fault, but this whole situation, no, because he was dealt a rough hand. Yeah. But, like, at the same point, like, he's not a good coach. I think we're kind of figuring that out. I thought he was good last year in developing those young players. Yeah. I just don't think... I don't think this is the right team. This isn't the team he signed up to really coach. No, it was, hey, man, congratulations. We talked about this. Kyle and I talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's, hey, man, congratulations, you're getting LeBron James. Oh, sweet, thanks. You're also getting Rajon Rondo, Michael Beasley, Lance Stevenson, JaVale McGee. What was that? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it's, uh, oof, Brooklyn is putting it on Detroit right now as we're watching this as we're recording. They're doing them dirty. Yeah, it's pretty cool. (laughs) It's pretty cool. Sorry, Kyle. (laughs) (laughs) You guys got two wins against the Bulls last weekend, so you guys can take this. Congratulations. Yeah. So... They're basically, I think, you know, we're at the point where they probably wave the white flag, right? They're done this year? They are. one. I mean, yeah, they've already said they've got, like, a, they're doing a minutes restriction on LeBron. Yep. Uh, he'll be arrested on games, on back-to-backs. It, it, the season's over for the LA Lakers. Do so. Laker fans now start being like, it's okay, guys, we're going to get Zion. Because now they're like, oh, well, it's fine. You know, Clay Thompson's if coming. If that happens... Oh, Kevin Durant's coming. If that happens, the league is rigged. <laughs> yes. Like... Or if Cleveland gets him, the league is rigged. Oh, uh, well, right now Cleveland is in a state where they could get him because no, they're no, one of the no, they've teams. had too many number one picks over the last ten years. Yeah. Okay, we don't. They don't need anymore. They've had all their chances. They've had all their chances, and they've blown them. So I, I no, no. Yeah. <clears throat> I still think that the that LeBron's going to make a strong run to try to get Kyrie Irving back. I still think he's going to try to make that happen. Dude, I mean the rumors are out, man. Apparently. Apparently Kevin Durant and they're doing uh, this thing now. Uh, Kevin Durant and Kyrie apparently they were. I think Brian Windhurst put it. They were like little schoolgirls. On on um, during the All Star week, they were like they were like a couple. Like during All Star weekend, they hung out like the entire weekend, and then the last two days of the weekend, like the days that were after All Star weekend, they went to Miami together. Interesting. Yes. So that's done. So, so sorry, Boston. <laughs> no, Con- no, we're not. Congratulations, Knicks. <laughs> we're not sorry at congratulations, all, Congratulations, Knicks. Uh, you know, that's going to happen. It's ine- I, I feel like the last couple of years, when something seems inevitable in the NBA, it happens. Yeah. Like, we see it coming from, like, you know, 10 miles away, 10 years before. And, like, that's why the NBA is getting, like, this KD and Kyrie to New York. I am about 95% certain it's going to happen. Yeah, all these people that jumped on the Laker bandwagon this year will be Knicks fans next year, right? Uh, uh. Nah. <laughs> nah. Does that mean you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn right it does. You're like, I'm specifically talking about me, Sean. I was raised in Cincinnati. I haven't seen championships, alright? Fuck off. <laughs> I haven't seen championships. What's that gold like? <laughs> yeah. You can't blame me. Uh, I can't. I can't. 
No, we live in a terrible sports town. Yes, we it's do. It's the worst. <laughs> so, um, overall, you know, I think, like I said, we, we talk about this every week, and I think there is some blame that has to go around, and I think that this has just been a disastrous season for LeBron, his first year there. And a lot of it is his fault, and I don't think there's any way we can defi- de- decline that. And <clears throat> I think, you know, Kyle and I talked about at this point last week, too, because everyone's like, where's MVP LeBron James, this, 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 and this, and like, I think it's okay to admit that he's Human? lost a step. Like, I think it's finally okay to finally, like, I'm not necessarily saying it's a full decline, because, like, his numbers still look terrific, but... I think I think he's at a point, though, that he doesn't want to kill himself. Like, I mean, because he wants to play another, you know, three, four years. Yeah. And he doesn't want to kill himself just to make it to the playoffs, just to get swept. Do you think the Lakers will keep that lottery pick? Or do you think they'll try to move it to get something? I think they will do whatever it takes to get something better. Yeah. They will be I mean, I'm there are going to be more eyes on the Lakers offseason than any other team this year. Yep. I mean, it's this offseason. It's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see what they do, but I mean, they are running out of options. Like I and I like even thinking about it now, like I don't even know like how Anthony Davis how much better Anthony Davis makes that particular team better at this point. At this moment, probably not. But if they were to somehow pull off the miracle, they get Anthony Davis and another guy. You know, that Clay Thompson that we keep talking about, or that guy like that, you know, whoever. Um, yeah, it, you're right. It's going to be, this is their off season to kind of win everybody back. I don't, here's the thing, though. So, let's assume that Kyrie is leaving. I okay. would say that's very likely. Yeah, so, let's assume that he is leaving. So... And that's going to leave you with your best player, Jason Tatum, for the Celtics. Yeah. Now, I think the only thing that kept the Pelicans from trading, like really, really thinking about trading to the Lakers, besides them, you know, trying to screw with the Lakers, you know, because, I mean, at one point they threw their whole team at him. Basically. And really, it wasn't a terrible deal. It wasn't a terrible deal. I mean, you're not going to get fair value back for Anthony Davis. No, not at all. You're not going to get fair value. So, so It's like trading for Ken Griffey Jr. So uh, we're assuming that, that Danny Ainge said, wait till July, we can give you a better package. Do you think they name-dropped Jason Tatum? Mm-hmm. You do. Mm-hmm. Okay, now with that being said, say they move Jason Tatum. Why? For Anthony Davis. So you get Anthony Davis for a year. You get Anthony Davis for a year. Is that worth it? Um, that's the thing. So that's that's where we're at right now. So there's a part of me that believes the Lakers aren't completely out of this. They're not. I don't believe that they're completely out of it at all. Because because I just if Kyrie leaves, I just don't see Danny Ainge pulling the trigger on trading Jason Tatum just for a one year rental of Anthony Davis when he's been pretty non committal about wanting to re sign with the Celtics. Yeah, absolutely. So, I agree with you. So I mean, I don't know how it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays out, but I feel like, you know, the Lakers still might be in it. I think they are in it. You think so? Yeah, I think they are. I mean, I especially now that Dell Demps is gone because Dell Demps was the guy that was like, "I'm just gonna fuck the Lakers over." Now that like Gail Benson's in charge and she has no idea how to run a basketball team because she's so used to running the Saints, <laughs> she tries to run the Pelicans the way that she runs the Saints, and it doesn't work that way. You know, it's not, it's not like I say you were say you were Michael Reinsdorf, 
Yeah. And you own the White Sox and the Bulls. Sure. You can't run those the same way. No, you cannot. And, like, that's what she's trying to do, basically. Well, we'll see what's going to happen. I mean, if I'm if I'm the Pelicans, you know, I would do a trade for two of the Lakers' stars, or young young studs, and, like, infinity draft picks. Yeah, I would, too. I mean, I mean... I, I would Brooklyn the shit out of them. I would Brooklyn the shit out of them. And... That, that was pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, um, I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what's going to happen. I, I, you know, there's, there's a lot more to be told there. Or Anthony Davis could end up in friggin' Toronto or something, you know? Or Milwaukee. Or Milwaukee, exactly. Sign me the fuck up for him going to Milwaukee. <laughs> Dude, I don't, I don't, that's just too, that's too top heavy, man. I don't know. I would love it. Those yeah. two, just the length. Oh, man. Yeah, we could awesome. well run him with uh, run him with Brooke. Yeah, and then you got Bledsoe, who's mm. just got who's been really good this year. But who do you trade? Chris Middleton. Well, he's a free agent. Is he a free agent? Yeah, this is this is free agent year. He's not going anywhere. You know, he's an all star. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, I can't wait for the Lakers to like Kent Bazemore again or something. That's gonna be their oh big offseason. <laughs> it's gonna be him. It'll be Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Like that's that's what they're gonna end up with. <laughs> Terry Rozier, the ghost of Derrick Rose. I mean, some, something's gonna happen. Oh there. God, you say that, and that's probably gonna happen. At that point, you might as well just keep the draft pick because you're gonna probably pick in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. At that point, you're gonna be picking the top ten. So you go get like who's guys gonna be in the top ten that can really go? With it? I mean, well, obviously, I mean, ideally, I mean, that's the that's the one thing that's gonna be good about this. So Lakers keep their pick. You know, they get it. They get a top ten pick. They're going to use that. They will move that. Yeah, because if you for go, Anthony Davis, if you move that to New Orleans, New Orleans got two top ten picks. Yeah, I, I mean that's that's huge. That's how you rebuild. I mean, I don't know else. Well, the last you... time they had two top ten picks, they had Anthony Davis. And do you remember who they took the second the, with, the, with the tenth pick in the draft? Um, Solomon Hill. I don't know. Again, a kid by the name of Austin Rivers. Oh yeah, yeah. yes they did. You're right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah, yeah, that really sucked. I remember they said this guy when he when he was when he was being drafted. They're like, this guy could be, um, Ray they, Allen. They no, they compared him. He could be Kobe, or he could be like Tabo Cephalosha. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what? What is that? That is like the weirdest. It's like the weirdest comparison ever. Like, what? Why would he be in between those two people? We'll never forget Lori Markkinen when he came out got compared to Channing Frye. Yeah, he's much better than Channing Frye. Yeah, he's I a mean, lot. Already. Yes, it's so, awesome. That was just Bulls, you know, winning with stupidity there. Yeah, they for sure got lucky. So, um, I do want to talk about Zach Levine a little bit. Yeah, let's do that, because so, he's been awesome. I know, I know, I know we talked too much about the Bulls. I'm sorry, Actually, guys. we haven't talked about the Bulls in like a month. That's like a full discussion. A We've full mentioned discussion. Them, but... Zach Levine is not a bad basketball player. No. I mean, he is, I'm going to go ahead and say this. As of right now, still on. Bulls won the trade. Yeah. Like, I mean, they won the trade. They had two huge pieces. I still think the Sixers won the trade, but... Yeah, they weren't, they weren't involved <laughs> in it initially, so... But no, and, but and, and, in and, hindsight... And, and by the end of the season, they may not have won anything. Yeah. But so. yeah. I agree, man. Um, I think I think he's definitely earned the money so far. Um, it's... You know, she's that... fun too. Yes, like he's a lot of fun to watch. Like he can shoot the three, he can drive the ball. Like, and on top of that, he plays with a chip on his shoulder. He's your two K player. He's your three pointer or dunk guy. He's yeah. He is my he is my uh, uh, NBA two K uh, seven two K seven Gerald Green. That was my two K six Tayshawn Prince. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay. So yeah, he's he's been fantastic this season and um I don't know. Like I'm I'm excited for bull season next year. Me too. I think because uh, you know Except uh, Chris Dunn's gotta go. Right. I was just saying <laughs> he's that. trash. So we saw glimpses of what Wendell Carter could be before he got hurt, and it's everything looks good there. Yeah. Um obviously Markinen is outstanding. Yeah, he's been he's been another just amazing piece yeah. this last month. Otto Porter's been super good. Yeah, like I didn't think that was gonna work out at all, and like he's a much better fit and than. Didn't lose a draft pick in it. We didn't lose a draft pick. They well, they lost a second rounder, but how's Jabari playing? I have, I've lost track of him. I don't care. Okay. He's not on our team anymore. Okay, okay. He, he I don't care. I don't care. We I know Bobby Portis is playing well in DC. Yeah, which I'm happy for. Yeah, that's. I mean, he's he's good. So and they got Levine. They got their go-to scorer. So it's like you're right. You know, you put a point guard on the team. Say the Bulls pick third. Yeah. And they get either R.J. Barrett or John Morant. I'm, I will take either of those. Dude, if they get – so Kyle and I have been talking a lot about what if they take R.J. Barrett to run the point because he ran the point when Trey Jones was hurt at Duke this year. Yeah. And I was like, yes, give me all of that because that is just pure between those three in your front and your – like It's a really fun team. Switchability. Just nonstop switchability. It's really fun. And I then Chandler Hutchinson's not bad to have come out the bench. No, no. He's, he, he could, you know – He's better than Paul Zipser. Damn, he's better than <laughs> good comparison or Denzel Valentine. Yeah, Jesus. Which I guess since he's not gonna, I guess this will be because he's an RFA this year. Yeah, so I guess they're gonna let him walk. I would. Yeah, I would. Make, you know, I don't think the Bulls are at a point where they're gonna be able to get a big time free agent. Still, I don't think anyone's gonna go there. I think someone like some, they might be able to get a decent mid range, right? Guy. Like a middle of the pack, like pretty decent player. I mean, if they if they do not like a, if they don't get a top three pick, they need to go after a point guard, like a yeah, real for honest sure. to god, like a. Call the Lakers. See what they want for Lonzo Ball. Do that deal. Lonzo Ball? He ain't going to Chicago. You're high. <laughs> I'm not saying he is, but call him. Call try him? To, see, yeah. see what you can get for there, him? Nothing hurts. To make, you know, Try to make the negotiations happen. Who who would be another guy that would be there? I mean, like, Lonzo Ball, obviously. That'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, what? Do you want them to go to call OKC and get Dennis Schroeder? No. Please don't. Please don't. I've talked too many mountains of shit about him. There's no way that I want to... That would just be, like, terrible justice in my part. Because D'Angelo Russell's an RFA, but Brooklyn's going to keep him, unless unless they can get Kyrie. God. But, man. But then, if you're Boston, wouldn't you just sign D'Angelo Russell? I don't... I don't know. D'Angelo Russell is... Obviously, he's had a breakout season this year. All-star season... I don't know if he's a bona fide winner, and I don't know if he meshes with those other players. Maybe he's in the best situation he's ever going to be in right now. I don't know. You got to think about chemistry and things like that, and I don't know. Yeah, I think he's in a great situation. I there. just, I just don't, I don't trust him anywhere but Brooklyn right now. <laughs> yeah, well, I, and I just don't want to see him anywhere else. Yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, really, the point guard class for free agency next year isn't great. No, because no. you know, if Kyrie leaves and they can't get a point guard, Boston's probably going to resign Rozier. I don't really want the Bulls to get Rozier, honestly. No, no, because they'll overpay him. Right. They'll really overpay him. I'm not. Yeah, it's a uh, it's top three pick or uh, somebody else. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So you know, and I'm and honestly, you know, I'm. Obviously, it would be the best thing ever for my favorite team to get Zion. Right. I mean, it would be the greatest thing ever. And then just run Levine at point. I mean, <laughs> and, and he's played points. Yeah. He's played a lot of points, and he brings the ball up the court. But if they don't get him and they and they can get a two or a three, like you said, going for those other guys, I'm I'm for that. Like I, 
I would love for that to happen. Any of that luck bestowed on that team would be fantastic. Yeah, I agree. So, um, as you know, right now the Shot Callers team, uh, they they're these past couple this last week and then next week they're doing episodes where they're kind of breaking down the everyone that's in the conference seating at the moment and their one question for every team. So they did sure. a really good one yesterday in the Eastern Conference, and we were kind of shooting the shit last night after they recorded, talking about these teams that are battling for the eight, the seven and eight seeds in um, the Eastern Conference. So right now, because it's like right now we're at the point where Detroit, Detroit, Brooklyn, Miami, Orlando, and Charlotte are all battling for playoff spots. Yes. So that's that right now is battling through. That's six through ten. So here are the schedules of those teams. Let's start with the Pistons. Sure. For the rest of the year. So right now, obviously, they're playing the Nets. They're down big. They go to Miami. They're home for Los Angeles for the Lakers. They're home for the Raptors. Go to Cleveland. Go to Phoenix. Go to Portland. Go to Golden State. Go to Denver. Ooh. Come home for Orlando. Come home for Portland. And then April is at Indiana. Home for Indiana. At OKC. Home for Charlotte. Home for Memphis. Home for the Knicks. That's not wonderful. It's not wonderful. That's not... But like I, I mean, if they win half those games, NBA's funny, man. I mean, any team could could lose any game. I mean, like last night the Golden State Warriors lost. We're getting to that. We'll get to that soon. Yeah, we're getting to that. Sure. So, all right. So that's the Pistons schedule. You got it remembered? Yeah. Okay. Because we're gonna kind of go through them all and kind of tell you who you think the two, last two will be. Okay. Brooklyn's schedule is woof. So obviously, right now, like we said, they're playing the Pistons at OKC at Utah. At the Clippers, at the Kings, at the Lakers, at the Trailblazers, at the Sixers. Home for Boston, home for Milwaukee, home for Toronto, at Milwaukee, at Indiana, home for Miami. Woof. Yeah. Woof. We kind of figured last night there's maybe two games there that might be the favorite. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah. That is not good. I mean, yeah, look, I mean, they got a three-game edge right now on the Heat. Um, what's the heat schedule looking like? We're getting there. Okay. What's next, my friend? Okay. So Dwayne Wade's last run. Okay. Home for Toronto. Okay. Home for Detroit. Home for Milwaukee. Home for Charlotte. At OKC. At San Antonio. At Milwaukee. At Washington. Home for Orlando. Home for Dallas. At the Knicks. At the Celtics. Home for the Celtics. At the Timberwolves. At the Raptors. Home for the Sixers. At the Nets. There are two games on there, I think, that aren't like a losing record. Yeah. That's that's a really, really rough schedule. Yeah. That's worse than the Nets. Yeah. I mean, that is worse than the Nets. Here's, I don't know. Here's where it gets easy. Okay. Here are the 31 and 37 Orlando Magic. Okay. One yeah. one game out right now, currently, tonight. My new team, the Orlando Magic. Okay. All dunks, nothing else. All dunks, nothing For, else. Florida Golf Coast of the NBA. Former, former, former home of Penny. Yes. Cool. And Shaq. Yes. At Memphis, at Washington, home for Cleveland, home for Atlanta, home for New Orleans, home for Memphis, home for Philly, at Miami, at Detroit, at Indiana, at Toronto, home for the Knicks, home for the Hawks, at Boston, at Charlotte. That's a pretty that's probably the best card so far. Yeah, I mean it's there's still some they're they're playing a lot of winning teams. But, but they're playing um, a lot of terrible teams. But they're too. a lot. Of, yeah, I mean, it looks like Memphis, of, Washington, Cleveland, Atlanta, New Orleans. Sure, sure. So six, six through eight right now in the East are pretty wide open. Yeah, and then we have one more. That's Charlotte because Charlotte's yes, still in the yes, race. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Yes. I'm and sorry. Charlotte's schedule is at Milwaukee, 
at Houston, at Washington, at Miami, home for Philly, home for the Timberwolves, home for the Celtics, at the Raptors, home for the Spurs, at the Lakers. Kemba Walker might be LeBron James' teammate next year, by the way. Okay. At Golden State, at Utah, at New Orleans, home for Toronto, at Detroit, at Cleveland, home for the Magic. Okay. So I would say if I had to power rank the schedules for the rest of the year, easiest to toughest, I'd go Orlando, Charlotte, Miami, Brooklyn, Detroit. No, Miami, Detroit, Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. Would you say that's fair? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see see you know what else happens. I mean, those are so, and the Wizards are basically out. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. There's, there's no, we're not going to dig that. Deep. <clears throat> so nineteen and a half. I mean, so yeah, the Hornets are intent. They're only one game really out of the playoffs right now. And same thing with the Magic. So that'll. Be, it's interesting though because they're all playing. They play each other. Each other. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be... It's it almost gonna, feels like a round robin. I mean, this is definitely going to be one of those things where, like, the playoff seating doesn't get set until the last night. Yeah, you're probably right. It's going to be... It's gonna, There might even be, like, a one-game kind of playoff situation to get in, which would be fun. Yeah, I, love, be fun. I love those. It's only happen every once in a while. I know. Like, so, a couple years ago, the Bulls got the spot from the Heat. I mean, and it's funny, like, you look at, you look at the, the Western Conference, and, I mean, it's... It's kind of already set. I mean, I don't... The Kings are four games out. Yeah, which sucks. Which which does suck. I, I really... I think the Kings and the Warriors would be one of the most fun first-round series yeah, ever. Yeah, because I have no interest in a Spurs-Warriors series. Oh, no. No, no, no. Right now, it'd be Clippers-Warriors, and that might be interesting. Yeah, so, Shea versus Steph in a playoff series. But, I mean, yeah, I don't There's. I don't think there's any way the Kings can dig themselves out of that now at this point. They're four games out. I mean, the Clippers would have to go on a pretty poor run, and the Kings would have to do really well. And the Clippers are playing well. They're seven out of the last ten they've won. So that's... After trading all those guys. After and... trading... Yeah, like, really, the Clippers should not even be in this thing. No, but, like, they've, they've, like... They're gritty over, as shit, man. They've, over, they've just kind of overperformed... Over this year, so God, and the Lakers, man, they're not even like. It's so sad what happened to that team. But go ahead and tank out, Lakers. You might get somebody. Yeah, never forget that I said that. I asked Robert Flom twice, the two times he was on our show. He said the Lakers win more games than the Clippers, and I asked him again when he came back on. I was like, "Are you standing by that?" And he said, "Yes." Our Clippers fan that comes on our show for our team preview. <laughs> I gave him two chances. Yeah, and, and, he, he, and he didn't back well, out. Well, I mean, he didn't know that the the uh, you know the Lakers were going to be such a shit show this year. Yeah, I think we were just blinded by the fact LeBron was there. When you like look at it by the like, opening day roster, you're like, oh yeah. I mean, the freaking second game of the year, Rajon Rondo got suspended. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't know. It's kind of been a. Uh, it's kind of been a, a, a. It's been a weird season. Yeah, it's been weird. Like I don't necessarily. It's been very fun for me. I don't see, man. Like I don't know. Like I think they're playing. I think some of these teams are playing like the best basketball right now. Yeah, and, and like, I think. I don't know. I just uh... we obviously expected the Lakers to be better. Um, we thought the Bulls would be taking a step forward before the Fred Hoiberg firing, yeah. which they have since. Sure, we just sure. thought that'd be earlier in the year. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I've been so busy with college basketball games that like it's been yeah, yeah but. Yeah, I mean Philly's been good. Brooklyn's been fun. I Milwaukee's mean, been great. Milwaukee's been outstanding. So I can't talk more about them. I mean, so let's get on to our 
our, our last team I really want to talk about. Is that the Warriors? It is the Warriors. Okay. The Dubs. Yeah. So. So the Warriors now have lost six of their last ten. Oof. Which, saying that about any other team, you'd be like, oh, okay. But like hearing it from the Warriors, you're like, what? And things are getting a little rough there for the old Warriors. So last night, as we know, they lose to the Phoenix Suns, who recently have won a couple games against teams they shouldn't beat. And they entered, they literally entered Oracle. The Suns were 15-52 and 52 going into that game. Oof. They literally got into San Francisco at 3 a.m. from playing the night before in Portland. Wow. And again, they didn't finish until after 9, p- 9 p.m. Pacific time. So 12 p.m. Yeah. So, and they were 5-29 and 29 on the road going into that game. The Warriors come out. They're kind of kicking ass, doing their thing. And then things start to fall apart when Iguodala, you know, going, this is from Anthony Slater from The Athletic wrote this article today. So I'm just going to kind of highlight some of the stuff about it. Um, obviously, the first thing everyone's talking about is Steve Kerr gets caught on, fam- on film saying, I'm so fucking tired of Draymond's shit. Yeah, that's what we're suspecting, he said. If yes. we're if we're being sleuth lip readers. Yes. But um, it, did, it sure did. I mean, I watched that clip probably ten times today. certainly looked like it. And it, it certainly looked like that's what he was saying. Yeah. So Clay Thompson, the second half, goes one of seven from three. Steph Curry, the whole game, is 4 of 15 from 3. He's, he's dropped under 31% from 3 in his last 8 games. Oof. Durant was decent before he got hurt, but when he left the game, there, there was no one that could protect against DeAndre Ayton. And then, um, oh yeah, so Durant voiced frustration to... Uh, Durant, as Durant lived to the locker room, frustrated and done for the night, he passed a KNBR videographer who reported to hear him explain... Stupid ass motherfucking game we playing. We need to be playing championship level basketball. Ooh. And then when they go into the locker room after the game, Durant's already gone. Yeah. Draymond and Boogie don't speak. Kerr comes out and says we laid an egg, which they did. And Yeah. Obviously, you know, so it was not a rough night. So there is trouble with the Warriors right now. Trouble of Bruin? Yes. And you know what? You know, if anyone's been vocal about being anti-Golden State for the last three years, it's been me. Yeah. But even I'm kind of like, kind of bummed that this is the end of it. I'm ready for a new cycle. I'm ready for seeing new teams kind of have a chance. But it really is starting to feel like, like you mentioned, I've mentioned the 98 Bulls a couple times. Yeah. You mentioned the 04 Lakers. Yeah. And it kind of feels this is, that way. This, this is the last dance, man, for this team. Durant's on his way out. He's already got one foot out the door. Um, uh, Boogie's going someplace else. Maybe LA. Maybe that's the guy. I've, I've already basically predicted that. You think, yeah. You're like, you're like, well, I, I don't want to like, <laughs> I don't want to like sound like a genius or anything, but I'm fairly certain he's going to LA. I get one of those a year where okay, I get it okay, right. Okay, sure. You know, you sure, know this. Sure. You've worked with me for how sure. long? I know. I know. Yeah. So, so Boogie's obviously not going to be there next year. Um, Draymond, um, is he up this year or no? I, next year. Next year, but he's asking for a max. He's asking for and a max, and he's not going to be worth it. You know who his new that. agent is? It is Mr. Clutch himself. Yes, it is. Rich so, Paul. Rich Paul. So, and him and him and LeBron have become kind of close. I don't think he's going to Los Angeles by any means, but... You, I don't know. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? I don't know, because they're trying to be athletic and fast, and he's not athletic anymore. Yeah, but, you know, I, I mean, I don't think... Look, they're not going to be athletic and fast. They have LeBron on their team. 
Okay. They played athletic and fast this year. I know. And guess where to get them? I mean, for a stretcher, they were pretty damn good. Yeah, but they, they're not now. Well, they've also been down like everybody, but they're, they're a team that just doesn't mesh. We yeah, they're this. a team that doesn't mesh, exactly. Maybe Draymond, and, and maybe he's like one of those pieces who kind of takes a step back. They cannot pay him a max, though. No, not they at cannot, all. I, no one can pay Draymond the max no. at his age. I mean, I, mean, I don't even know how old he is, but he's, he's too old to be getting that max. And I knew, I mean, we knew obviously there would be a decline when Kevin Durant went there, yeah. but like, he is. Yeah, yeah. And the other, the other big one, Clay. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the possibility of him going to L.A. Yeah. And I don't see that. I see him being the most likely person to stay at this point, especially if the others leave. Um, yeah, because I think as long as they have him and Steph, they're a championship contender. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're they're in the playoffs, no doubt. Um, but, um, you, know, and, you know, it might be interesting to see a Warriors team again where Steph Curry is the best player again. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, because I, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna, he does get hurt a lot. Like he gets hurt a lot. Yeah, but he's not the two way player he used to be. No, I mean, we're we're four, three, four years removed from his best season, um, where he just dominated the league. Um, you know, he got two MB, MVPs, correct? Yes, he got two MVPs. One unanimous. Yeah. Um, so I don't know the Warriors. Are gonna they're gonna look different next season, regardless of any circumstance. Durant's leaving. That's that's the one thing I I can say without a doubt. He is gone after this season. He does not. He doesn't look happy. No, you know, no, no one looks happy. Nobody looks happy on this team. Nobody. Yeah. And um, you know, I just don't. I I don't know where they go from here. They're the Warriors. They'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, people will want to go there when they all that money Durant they're paying Durant right now goes off the tables. They're open again. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I mean, Jimmy could go out there. Hell, I mean, he could play three. Yeah. He could. That'd be cool, but I think he would have a hard time with, like, adjusting to that. You never know. A Jimmy Draymond team that's just straight up just, like, ready to kill somebody. They're, yeah. they're just going to fight everybody. It's gonna, yeah, they will. Yeah. They will. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I don't know what they're going to – they're going to be – them and the Lakers are going to be literally the most interesting rosters to watch mm-hmm. over, the, over the period. But this is going to be kind of a sad end. I mean – now, with that being said, they are the number one seed in the West. Yes. Even with all of these losses it's recently. It's so weird, right? Because they like lose to Boston by 33 at home. Yeah. And then they go and smoke to Denver, who was number two in the West at the time. Yeah, and I mean, they're only a couple of games behind them at this point. So, um, you know, I don't know. I think they're going to have problems in the playoffs. They're going to have problems. I don't think they're just going to run through it like they flip the do. switch. I mean, this is it. Like I like I said, you know, before this is starting to eerily feel similar to the the two thousand four L A Lakers. Yeah, and it does in the sense of like all the egos, all the guys that are coming off that situation. Like Carl Malone wasn't healthy a lot that year. Yeah, and he was also forty. Yeah, and Jesus. yeah. <laughs> So that's kind of where Boogie is. Yeah. Um, you know, that Lakers team had, like, Sean Livingston would probably be, like, the Devin George of that team. Sure. You know, like. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that. But, you know, I've, like I said, the 98 Bulls will remind me a lot because it was everyone was hurt. They were literally just, like, dragging to the, the final line. And, you know, people were getting into fights in practice every day. And Michael talks about he didn't trust Scotty for a stretch of the year. And it's like. Yeah. Damn. 
You guys are the two best bulls ever. Cannot wait for that doc to come this out. Be sweet. Oh I know. God, it's probably going to make me hate everything. I'm going to take a week or, off work just to watch it. And how long is it going to be? Ten hours. Jesus. Yeah, I, I will watch all ten hours of that. I might. Yeah, that's going to be something I'm not. Gonna, I'm going to be glued to. Yeah, for sure. So, so I still would say that they'll win. It's kind of like I know everyone talks about Duke right now in the conference. Like, like could Duke win the really win the championship? Like, I think Duke's still the best team, best chance to win the title. One hundred percent. I still feel that way with the Warriors. Like, yeah, really. I mean, they've got the most champ. I mean, and if they do win, cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like great. You 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 might be the best team ever. I think they are the best. Team if ever. you're if if you're able to to get over this weird ass hump you have right now, and focus and win a championship when Giannis Antetokounmpo is playing the best basketball of his life, and they can still get people to go to Milwaukee, and they can yeah, um, I think it's gonna be. It's going to be a testament of what the team is, but if they if they're able to win, I I more power to them. I mean, they, they they will really prove something in my eyes if they win this year. Yeah, and really, they are still the favorite. So you know, and like I said, I mean, we might just be overreacting, but we aren't. One thing I didn't point out last night was Clay sure. Thompson saying, "I expect our crowd to be a little bit more into it. I know it's not the playoffs, but it's our last go around Oracle. At least you can stand up when someone makes a good play, especially in the beginning when we need that energy." Especially this time of the year, it's hard to conjure up energy every single night because you're looking forward to the playoffs and that run. So we expect our fans to kind of bring that jump. Now, if you pull that move on NBA 2K, mm-hmm. your ratings go down. Yep. <laughs> yep. Your disapproval rating. Your disapproval. Yeah. People. People don't trust you. So you can't do that in real life. You can't throw the. Um, um, you can't throw the the crowd under the bus, especially one of the best crowds in basketball yeah and curry tried to say last year was worse than this year and i was like when i mean you don't know what goes on inside a locker room. i know david west said that last year i know but i don't know you know i mean we'll see we'll see what happens but they i mean as of today they look like they're in trouble <laughs> yeah but they'll probably still win the title but they probably still will win the title so yeah i mean i'm sure i'm sure it'll be nice if they can play someone different than cleveland this year I'm sure that'll be like a nice little boost for them to see something different out there in the finals. But the way Houston's playing of late, you know, who knows, man? They're they're the. I'm just kidding. We know Gene Harden's getting in the in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. And we know we know Chris Paul. Right. We know we know playoff Paul. Yeah. Playoff CP3. Because right now Houston's four games behind them. Yeah. And they'd be playing Utah in the first round. Yeah. Yeah. So hmm, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. It is. We're yes. not too far away. We're getting there. I'm excited. We got March Madness coming up this next week and then and then NBA playoffs right around the corner. Yes, we do. Yes. Right, anything you want to touch on before we get out of here? Absolutely not. All right. We're going to wrap up this week's edition <laughs> of 48 Minutes. Brought to you by 48 Minutes Network at 48MinutesNetwork.com. Once again, a reminder, next week's schedule is a little tricky, so this is what it's going to look like. Monday morning, at-large bid, Selection Sunday Reaction Show. Tuesday will be Shot Callers. Wednesday will be at will be forty eight minutes. Yes, and if all goes well from our live podcast we're recording Wednesday night, Thursday we'll have the at large bid live pod available for you. Yes, so we're hoping that's going to be the case. We're going to be working on it all. It's going to be a huge night. Yeah, it's huge be fun. night. So get out there to Braxton, the Braxton Brewery. Get yourself a beer. 
Raise some money for, for a good cause. Raise some money for a good cause. American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Talk some hoops with us. Yeah, we'll come be taking up. your questions yeah. for the night. So yeah, and and stop over and say say hello. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're excited. It's gonna be a fun week, guys. So, but at large bid, we'll be there. Our regular show this Friday, talking about conference tournaments and kind of doing our selection Sunday preview. So, everyone, thank you so much. As always, we appreciate everything. Look forward to a busy week next week here on the on the network. And then hopefully at some point I get a I get a break. <laughs> you can go on a little uh, trip there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Have a good one, everybody.